Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Morgan Hawes. Morgan, are you ready to do this? I am. Excellent. Let's do this. Morgan is a realtor, developer, and investor with Morgan Haas Real Estate. She takes a creative and unconventional approach to real estate, believing not everybody fits into the same boxes. I'm excited to have you on. Morgan, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. All right. So I'm very young. I just graduated from Arizona State University, go Sun Devils. Um, so I am 22 years old have been full-time in real estate for only about four and a half months now. Um, I've been doing real estate in different elements for years now. Um, but like I said, still super young. Um, bought my first condo when I was 19 years old. Just bought another house with my boyfriend and adopted the cutest little pit bull lab mix puppy. So that's been preoccupying a lot of time. Exciting steps. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's a nice little snippet into that. Okay, excellent. And so you've been personally working with real estate for for a number of years. What is it about it really what is it about real estate that that attracts you to it that made you want to make it a full-time profession? You know, I was originally interested in real estate as a part-time gig. And so I thought I was always going to be a real estate investor. So I was going to pick some career path and I would invest in real estate to hold and rent out properties on the side because that's what my family did. So I kind of grew up understanding how real estate can be used um, and leveraged to make passive income. So that's what I thought I was going to do. Um, and then once I got into college, I was pre-med at first, quickly realized I did not want to be in school that long. And I didn't care as much about medicine as I thought I did. Um, and I started ditching classes in order to go to like design workshops and different innovative workshops for real estate and real estate investing. And I was like, you know what, maybe I should take this as a sign and switch that career path. Um, and then soon after I bought my first condo, my sophomore year of college, I kind of just stuck with that real estate team that I had used, which is the Barking Group, which I had now partner with. Um, and just kept in touch with them and followed all of their projects. And I started getting into the flips and the custom builds. And I decided, why don't I just do this full time? Because it's awesome. And I have way more of a passion towards it. So I made that switch. And now that's exactly what I'm doing. Nice. So tell me a little bit about your approach. Um, on your website, it references that it's you're taking a creative and unconventional approach to real estate. So talk to me about that. Yeah, so my approach... I think part of it is that I'm very young, so I have a different approach. In the sense, like, I don't do direct mailing or door knocking or cold calling or any of those traditional tactics that a lot of realtors have used in the past or still do use. Um, and I'm seeing a huge gap in real estate. You talk to a lot of people who have purchased a home or are going through the process now, and it's, it's super tiresome. They always come up with different bumps. They don't know what the real estate agent is doing or the lending process took forever or they don't understand what title even is and they had to sign 20,000 documents and they're not really sure what they signed. So 
So there's a lot of gaps in the process and it should be way more seamless than that. Um, so I, I kind of take a really hands-on and transparent approach. So it's more of an education standpoint. So I work in different fields and one of my main niches is to work with first time home buyers because I want to help educate you that way when you are done with the first deal, you will know, you can work with any realtor and you will know exactly what you're signing and exactly what the process is and can kind of check in with your professional team to make sure they're doing exactly what they should be and you can get the best bang for your buck. Um, so that's part of what I'm doing. I'm working on building a software platform that makes this much easier so that all the team members, title, lending, home inspector, realtor, and clients can all be on one dashboard instead of having 10 million different platforms that you have to scroll through and just make it more transparent. So that's kind of how I approach that real estate um, side. And I'm trying to make it a little bit more user-friendly. Got it. Well, I think that there's, to to your point, uh, going through the process of buying a home can be can be confusing and certainly very, very document heavy and nobody has any idea what it is that they're really signing. Um, so I think that there's probably a lot of room for improvement there. And technology is certainly, I get tired of using the term disrupt, but so many industries are, are being disrupted by technology. And I think that, that we're seeing yeah. and have seen real estate um, with companies like OfferPad and Open Door. Um, so... I think it's oh, important yeah, exactly. to, be, to be embracing technology and especially working with, with, with younger people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you kind of need to use it now. If you're, if you're not using it, you're 10 steps behind all the other guys. So it definitely helps to at least understand it. Got it. So what are you finding with with when you're working with younger first time home buyers, what is, what is most important to them? Do you think it's, do you think that this generation is different? This generation is definitely different. Um, so that's kind of what brought my streamlining process together and realized we need a better platform. Um, offer pad and purple bricks and everything like that is starting to take off because they just want to be able to go see a house, make an offer, and do it really easy. They don't want to be meeting up with an agent on their schedule and trying to coordinate different things that can be kind of stretched out more than it, it needs to be. Um, so I'm noticing that people want that streamlined process, and this generation definitely wants a house that matches their lifestyle, which I think every generation did to an extent, but generations before definitely were willing to do more work on the house. And this generation wants to, they want to do work on the house, but they also want something that's pretty much ready for them and complements their lifestyle. So it's closer to a downtown center or a park or anything like that. So I'm noticing location is even more important, even though that's what you hear. Location, location, location is the biggest part of real estate. And I think it's starting to get even more Got it. Well, I think that that certainly makes sense. And just from a little bit of time on your website, it seems like you have uh, definitely a passion for, for wellness in general. So 
helping helping this generation of younger people uh, buy real estate and buy it in a location that's going to be aligned or in line with their lifestyles. Um, I think that that's obviously it. It when when I say it out loud, it seems like a pretty common sense thing, but um, especially for this generation because they are so so many folks are so active and they're concerned about having having a really a complete lifestyle from the places that they have access to to being outdoors and being physically fit and all those things oh yeah exactly so i've noticed that trend and that's one that you need there are plenty of really good real estate agents out there there are plenty of really bad ones just like any industry Um, but i've noticed that a lot of people they care more about getting somebody into a house and are very transaction based instead of realizing that you should make sure the client is really going to be happy in that house two years down the road, five years down the road, and it actually complements their lifestyle. Because if you make sure that that fits, they're either going to come back and use you again, or it'll be a word of mouth referral base. So it's going to be good for you no matter what. Um, They're just going to think more highly of you because you're more professional in that regard. Um, So I used to see a lot of people that they're like, we want to buy our first house. And it's cheaper to go outside of those city lines and you can get a bigger house for it. Um, which a lot of people have done in the past. That's not necessarily the wrong thing to do, but if it doesn't match your lifestyle, it hurts you because then you're on the road a lot of the time. So then they start getting tired of the drive and they start dreading the house. It's too much house. They're never there. Um, and it starts taking a toll and eventually they decide they want to sell and they're just not happy with it. They're probably not going to come back to you as a real estate if all you cared about the transaction and not their lifestyle and whatever else they had going on at that time. Yeah, I would have to think that uh, a lot of the, not a lot of the time, but sometimes it probably even makes sense to, to counsel somebody maybe to rent for a little while longer until they can mm-hmm. get into a better financial situation instead of simply buying a house for the sake of buying a house and then hating it because that's not a good thing. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. I mean, I'm pro-home ownership, but I also am pro-home ownership in the right way and in the right setting. Um, like it, when I was 19, it worked for me because with my mortgage, I was actually paying less than what I was renting for. So at that point, I'm like, why wouldn't I own something, start building equity, but I'm technically saving money based on what I was renting for. There are definitely places where that's not the case. So if you want to buy a home because you're gonna stay there for a while and you're looking to build equity, Awesome. Home ownership might be a good option for you, but if you're only there part-time, maybe you're going to college and it just doesn't make sense for you, then stick with renting and that's okay too. So definitely knowing the difference between those two is very helpful. Got it. And how would you counsel a, a young person who's interested in, in starting to build a real estate portfolio and starting to build passive income? What are some things to be thinking about? Okay, so a big one that I use when I meet with um, younger people is first, when you're really young, a lot of banks won't um, give you any money because you are so young and you have a background, especially if you want to get into investing. So you have to be really unconventional with your approach, whether it's through um, private funds or hard money or anything like that. So just being open to um, other options and being okay 
if you go into a situation and a lender or a title company or a realtor says, you know what, you can't do it now, and being okay with taking that no and going a different direction and not just being like, okay, the no was a stop sign, just take it as a yield sign and go a different direction and find another route. And I think it's really beneficial to have a team in place, whether it's a realtor, a financial advisor, anything along those lines that can guide you into different um, areas of expertise and not have to just go the conventional bank loan route or anything like that. So I think that's a huge one. Um, and when I sit down with people, sometimes the first step is I'm just getting to know you as a person. That way I understand how your life is set up. That way I can help you figure out areas or houses that would match you. Or if you're in a business standpoint, we're going to start looking at areas that we can get in relatively cheap, but in an area that there's a high demand. That way you can actually make money and the turnover is not going to be a huge deal. And if there is turnover, we can get somebody in there immediately. Um, so we look into a lot of those. I usually string it out so that my first meeting is just getting to know somebody. Then we start breaking it down layer by layer, kind of like an onion, just peeling back those layers and figuring out how we can make a deal work specifically for you. Cause every deal will be different. Got it. Yeah, for sure. Every deal is going to be different. Um, okay. So, just to just because I'm 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 curious, what are some other avenues that people could have? I, I know that you mentioned a couple of them, but can you give me a couple of examples? If I'm dealing, if if I'm a young person and I maybe don't have credit or I have lousy credit, how I can still maybe get into this? Yeah, so a big one. This is even what I did on my first deal because I was I was 19, and of course I talked to a lender, and they were like, uh, "You're a child," and you're going to school, like you're working full time, but you're still going to school. You're balancing a lot of things that just, we, it would be too risky for us to lend to you. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, thank you so much for your time. And I decided I was right. going to go a different route because I was sick and tired of living with roommates. And I was like, I need to live by myself. Let's just try and find a way to do it. So I actually reached out to my grandparents because they do real estate investing as well. And I was like, okay, grandma, grandpa, this is what I figured out with my realtor is what I would be able to afford on my income right now. Um, we wouldn't go above this price. I broke it down into monthly payments, um, into taxes, insurance, everything's broken down. I can afford this. I can prove it with my bank statements and kind of did like a portfolio for them. And they were like, Oh, like you did, a, you did a lot of work. Okay. We'll do this. We'll, we'll write you a private note. And so I'm still, I'm, I'm renting out that condo now. So I still am paying off that mortgage, but that's how I was able to get that first place at 19 because no bank was going to lend to a 19 year old who was still in school. Um, so that's one avenue that I have towards people. And it also benefits the family member or the friend or whoever does that private loan because they're gaining the interest. Um, so that's one avenue. Another one that. Um, comes up every now and then is hard money. A lot of people, that, there's mixed feelings with that. And if anybody's going to go that avenue, I'm working with the hard money lender. If it even is for that person, because sometimes you're just trying to get into a property, the fees are going to be really high up front, and then you'll have to refinance and get a new loan on board in order to lower that rate. 
So sometimes that doesn't make sense, but it is an avenue to look for if you're just trying to get into a property or if you found the perfect one right now and want to jump on it, that's sometimes a way to just get in. Um, definitely not the most conventional and sometimes it just doesn't make sense. So I try to guide people that way. Got it. Okay. So if I'm a young person thinking about getting started or thinking about either buying a home or becoming a real estate investor and developing that, a passive income portfolio, what, what are my first steps? Your first step would be to get kind of your team set up. So a realtor and a lender will pr probably be your starting base. Um, I would say if you're a young person and you don't kind of have a budget that you stick to every month just for personal finances, I would look out for a financial advisor just to get kind of get all your eggs in the right spots and set you up for success that way. Um, and so just kind of building that team, sitting down with a realtor and a lender, and this is one of my biggest pushes is just sit down with them. When you sit down, you're not you're not signing anything that says I'm going to buy a house in X amount of days, or I'm going to pay you this much, or you're not, you're not signing anything up. And eh, I don't, I don't really let right now, or I'd rather wait until I can afford more house or whatever it is. That's totally fine. So they're there as resources. So get that team and start just looking. There's so many options out there, but yeah talking with a lender and a realtor will at least get you out there finding the areas you do and don't like and don't want to be in and just starting narrowing it down. Once you're looking for a while, you're going to know exactly what house is the right house or what condo or whatever it is. You'll know the right properties if you're looking that much and talking with these people. Got it. Excellent. Well, Morgan, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? All right, so kind of piggybacking off what I just said is just get started. Not, it doesn't matter what age you are or where you are in life. If you just start talking to a lender or a realtor and doing your research on them, they should be a good one that is working with you as a partner and not just for you for the transaction. So doing your research on that end, but just getting started. You're not locked into anything, but explore your options. And if you get a no, Think of it as a yield sign and not a stop sign and just go a different route. And it can, real estate can be a really amazing thing and make it work for you. Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. So Morgan, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? So they can go to my website, morganhaws.com or any of my social media is Haas Real Estate. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Morgan your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to morganhaas.com and check out everything that's on there. You can also find her on social media, which I will list in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Morgan. Awesome. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!